Petersfield's Shine Radio. Shine Radio's Growing Together with Claire Venice and Steve Amos is sponsored by DeMello and Company. Financial advice for you, your family and your future. Hello and thanks for joining us in Growing Together, the gardening podcast from Petersfield's Shine Radio. I'm Claire Venice and I'm once again at the Adhurst Estate Allotments with Steve Amos. Hello, Steve. Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm getting over a stinker of a cold, Ooh. so bear with me with my husky voice. <laughs> oh, radio. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry you're suffering. That's okay. It's, it's okay. that it's time of year. Well, we're here at the allotments again and it's Petersfield Tree Festival, very first tree festival here. Yeah. It's brilliant, isn't it? And it's great to see so many people here as well. It's been a really fun morning, hasn't it? We've met some really interesting people and there's been a steady stream of people coming to collect their, their trees. And I think it's a fantastic initiative. It's really exciting, actually, to get all the various different organisations together to talk about trees and how you can look after trees, how good trees are for the environment. It's, it's all about trees. It is all about trees. And they've got workshops going on here of how to plant your trees, look after them. Even Phil, our environmental officer here, is doing a session on grafting as well, or grafting, depending which part of the world you're from. Well, it is National Tree Week from November the 25th until December the 3rd. And we're very lucky, as you mentioned, Phil Pat- who's part of the Tree Council, and also Ian Turner, who's the head of major planting projects for the Southern District of the Tree Council. So really exciting. And the episode this week will be all about the Petersfield Tree Festival, which is organised in partnership by the Petersfield Climate Action Network, otherwise known as PECAN, the Tree Council, East Hampshire District Council and Petersfield Community Garden. It was a bit of a chilly morning, though, this morning, Steve, wasn't it? It, it was, there was a frost this morning. Well, I left on the other side of Hampshire this morning at 8 o'clock to get down here, and it was minus 3 on the car, so, yeah. Yeah, but actually, now the sun is out, it's beautiful here. I was all bundled up, wrapped up in a ridiculous amount of layers, but not necessary because the no, sun is shining that's, brightly. That sun is really quite... Well, there's still a bit of warmth left in the sun, isn't there? Mm. It's really nice. Great day. So we are going to speak to the Tree Council, who are celebrating their 50th anniversary of Plant a Tree in 73. We're going to be speaking to Fitzroy, a charity that has a base in the Petersfield area, Phil Paolo from the Tree Council and also the Allotments Environmental Officer. We're really lucky to have him. I keep pecking his head about taking over from me as chairman as well, but yeah, it's not going to happen, I don't think. Too busy in his trees, I think. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) And we also speak to other people here who've come to pick up trees that they've ordered or to buy trees that they're interested in getting because, of course, it is bare root season. It is, yeah, the start of the bare root season goes on till sort of last knockings, really, March. And I think bare root is, is such a great way of buying trees or fruit bushes because there's so much more variety. Yeah, absolutely. And Pecan do have an initiative called Fruit Tree in Every Garden. They've been running for a number of years and the festival is an extension of that. So it'll be interesting to hear from Pecan later on in the podcast as well. So, Steve great event let's hope they repeat it next year yeah i think they will looking at the success this time around i think absolutely bang on really good initiative and i think the more people if they have the space that can plant a tree the better for everybody isn't it 
Ian Turner from the Tree Council is joining us now. Hello, Ian. Hello there. Now, this is the very first tree festival in Petersfield, and you're instrumental in the setup of it. How does it feel here on this beautiful sunny morning with everyone milling around, getting ready to enjoy the day? Well, it's a pretty wondrous day to be able to be having a tree festival anyway. I think we feel very lucky. When I was driving down here, I could really see that, that winter had started, and that's what you want when you're going to be planting a tree, when you're sort of growing trees. You're just waiting for that winter to happen so that you can see the tree dormant so that you can move them and know that they'll be safe and happy and you'll get them in the ground and they'll be ready for next year you know they'll just be in that dormant state that you want them to be in but it's been a bit warm up until now so it's a perfect day first cold day for us Ian, what's your role with the tree council my role with the tree council is i'm head of major tree planting projects and uh, an ecology in fact as well and it's just purely in the southern region and i have a, a colleague phil paolo who i work with as well who covers the national region my main focus is really how we can get trees in the ground do some additional benefits such as volunteering and getting communities engaged but also look at how how do we get better trees in the ground and we do have targets for trees but I think you know maybe we're understanding more across the board that actually targets for trees probably isn't what we want we want targets for how we have impacts to people and and that's for me is the key point is that people and places and nature you know we can put them all together which we have here today that's that's exactly what we want and I feel like this is a great celebration of that and it's also a special year for the tree council being that it's your 50th anniversary since plant a tree for 73 absolutely oh it's in fact a whole week of celebration so i feel like we're just kicking off just in the right place at the right time so uh, with this whole week of activities we'll be back here again later in the week and we'll be up in again stroud doing a similar activity but with another community so this whole week is going to be that celebration of those 50 years that that huge impact now i'm old enough not quite to remember the uh, the actual planting process but I have been an arborist where I was taking trees down and working on trees that were from 1973 and that actually you realize through that that there is something so amazing about that connection that people have made with those trees that they were obviously wanting to maintain those trees they wanted to keep them in the spaces but you can't always but I think what was missing back in 73 something that we're going to be doing this year which is trying to get people to grow their trees rather than just buy a tree or get a free tree in fact getting a tree free tree is brilliant but if you are growing it from seed, you're making a real connection, real connection to nature, real connection to how that tree looks, feels, whether it's the right tree for the right place, for the right reason. And I think that's what our, our main breakthroughs for this year in 23 is going to be. And in this next year, we're going to have a huge amount more coming out and, you know, new ideas. Um, there'll be books and also activities. What's the plan for the next 12 months then with planting numbers wise? What's the goal? Well, in this next 12 months, the, the Southern programme, is going to be ending we're going to be going into a new program so um my program as was with over the last three years planted a hundred thousand trees wow and that's just in the southern region so my region covers right from kent right down to east devon right through to sort of just exeter but up okay. to the m4 so it's actually only a tiny sliver of the country and actually when you consider what a small proportion of the country that is how many trees we managed to get in in that small area and with how many people and i think that's it that's what i, I feel our result has been how much impact we've had ecology wise how much we've had an impact with people and we've made so many great connections and we know that we can go on planting more and more of these trees and getting much more benefit that's absolutely fantastic isn't it it is it's yeah. good to hear yeah, now we're no, very lucky here at the adhurst estate allotments it's a lovely large space actually full mm. of all sorts of trees and as a community garden there's the allotments there's mm. an orchard over there there's also the miyawaki forest which is something that also the tree council was involved in very this exciting. time last year yeah. the first miyawaki forest 
in East Hampshire. Yes. Are there more? Have there been more planted since this one was planted? Well, we've had one more, but not in the area. We're just down at Chichester. We've funded and planted one down there. And I think Petersfield's probably the most special because rather than just having a model, which is the Miyawaki model, which is of a certain size and certain density, we've played with that model and we've actually got a lot more trees in, but we've also provided space for people within that Miyawaki forest so that you can do the Shinrin Roku forest bathing, which is, you know, just that sense of, going into a space which is pure nature surrounding you uh, with the noises and feeling and the, and the light of uh, being in the trees and actually thinking about nature rather than about all of your troubles. It kind of takes you and transports you and I think that's really important. So that's what I'm hoping we're going to be doing more of. So this is just our first of those Miyawaki forests and we would hope to get more people on board. I, l- I really, really hope that people come forward and say we'd love to have a Miyawaki forest because we do have resources to spend on these types of forests and, and the more people realise their benefits, I think because they're small and because they're intense and dense, they really provide all those benefits, but in a small footprint. But you can still have the benefits of a forest close by to your, your school or to your community centre or to your house. Excellent. Well, Fantastic. Ian, it's been really lovely to meet you and to talk to you more about the Tree Festival here. What are you hoping that today will, will bring? Well, I'm hoping, well, on top of the, the amazing work that obviously the team here, the community garden have done uh, just to celebrate that, I think on top of that, we're seeing people are buying trees here and they're taking them home and they are making their connection with nature. They are investing in nature and in themselves and in their gardens. So I hope they'll see a legacy of 30, 40 years of those trees going home with them and producing fruit for them. But I think also meeting like-minded people, being out in the community together it's all about saying making your commitment to yourself and to nature and to your community and i hope that will be our legacy here we've come to the fitzroy stand here at the tree festival haven't we steve we have. and we've met with claire and ron hello you two good morning good morning so can you explain what fitzroy is please what do you do at fitzroy Fitzroy is a um, nationwide charity that supports people with learning disabilities and autism. Um, They've got day services all over the country and also supported living and care homes. They've been going for 60 years this year. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, 60 years. Rural Skills is the only project like it within Fitzroy where an outside-based day centre. So, And we do all sorts of things with the guys that we support there. We do bushcraft and gardening, cooking, foraging, yeah, growing, yeah. Um, woodwork. We make bug houses and hedgehog houses. Okay, yeah, yeah. And how, so how long has the Rural Skills section of Fitzroy been going for? 12 years. Okay. It's in the grounds of a place called the Sustainability Centre, which oh, yeah. is a natural burial site. Yeah, and so we've got an area within there. Uh, we've got a classroom, which is a sort of wooden hut. And we've also recently just have built a wooden yurt with log burner in it. So we're hoping for people to be able to come and stay overnight and have camping experience there so we can have a bonfire and hot chocolate and sounds fantastic absolutely fantastic what sort of age group are you working with just adults yeah so it's adults from 18 to well the oldest we've got is 61 so 
we support people with Down syndrome as well. We've got quite a few people with Down syndrome that have um, come, so yeah. What are you doing here at the, at the Tree Festival? I understand that you're going to be opening up a, a tree nursery. Yeah, we have a new initiative that's being funded by the Tree Council to grow native species of trees for use in community planting projects as part of the, the whole climate change initiative. We're also growing um, apple trees for the rail track routes to rail project as well. So this is an initiative that we're working with the Petersfield Community Garden on as well. So we're going to graft the trees up at the Sustainability Centre and once they're all ready and growing then we will move the stuff down here. So we already grow quite a lot of stuff because we sell at the Sustainability Centre's Green Fair as well. So to put you on the spot, what varieties of trees are you growing then? You mentioned apple but in this in the new initiative what sort of trees are you going to be growing for, for use? We've been very busy this year. This is the first year of the project and and we've been very busy going out collecting native species of seed so berries such as rowan or white beam and hawthorn but also seeds such as sweet chestnut and acorns beech mast so we've got a whole real variety out there that are at the moment just going through what we call the stratification stage where they're just exposed to the cold next next year they'll they'll start to germinate some of the trees were also grown from cuttings as well hardwood cuttings so things like dogwood willow as well so we've got a, a real variety we've got to grow 1500 trees by next year well the tree council will want their grant back <laughs> <laughs> well good luck with yeah that. no pressure then thank you very much for telling us more about yeah. it and, and have a great day here thanks okay. the busiest man here at the tree festival is phil paolo hello phil hello good morning now, whose idea was it to have a tree festival? Um, I think it was after the with last year's tree distribution scheme with Pecan. What we found, um, a lot of people were asking a lot of questions and we had a bit of a bottleneck giving out the trees. So we said, maybe next year, let's have a bit more information and an opportunity for questions and answers. And the Petersfield Tree Festival was born. Brilliant event, Phil. I mean, there's, there's hundreds of people have come through already, haven't they? It has, yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, we might have to do something about the parking next year, possibly. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, hopefully, with, with the involvement of the Tree Council and the County Council, we might get a bit of funding for the allotments here and get some, some proper car parking done. That'd be done. wonderful, It'd Steve. be great, a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> Seems to have been very successful so far. Lots of people here enjoying it. It's sort of middle of the morning now, and you've already been busy doing workshops. What workshops are you offering here? So we've, um, we've had two workshops so far, one on teaching people how to plant hedgerow or plant a fruit tree. We've just had a, a grafting and layering workshop and now we're going to do a little bit of fruit training. So we're coming up here for a bit of fruit training up in this section. We are walking with you as we're going because <laughs> you literally have two minutes. So what's your hopes for the Tree Festival? What, what are you hoping that today will bring? Well, really, we just, I mean, we're just keen to inspire more people to plant, plant more trees and obviously have some support and knowledge about how to help those trees to survive. So in the UK, there's a big drive on tree planting at the moment, but not all tree planting's done well. And, and sadly, there's quite a few tree losses because they're kind of just put in without the appropriate aftercare. So again, we're just hoping we can provide a bit more advice and guidance in terms of how to plant a tree correctly, how to look after it, um, and maybe encourage people to think about if you haven't got a lot of space, maybe there's a small tree or a train tree that you could use 
where you know if you can't grow a, a giant oak in your garden you can look at something a little bit more modest and you're the environmental officer here at the allotments that's right for my sins yeah. <laughs> one thing you are involved with is the rail project here can you explain a little bit more about that before your workshop starts that's right the rail routes yeah. i mean we're working actually with a, one of the groups that's here today fitzroy so one of the projects that we're going to be running this year is actually to distribute fruit trees through uh, a number of different stations so we're doing some work here at petersfield and we'll be distributing fruit trees through petersfield train station and we're also going to be working with Swaveling in Southampton, Chiltern Rail, a number of stations in the Chilterns, and also some stations in Glasgow. And the whole idea of that is to see if we can actually, very similar to the event that we've done today, providing fruit trees for the local community, if we could use the station hubs as a location where we can actually distribute locally grown fruit trees. So at Petersville, we're going to be doing it through the free shop, which they've also got at Swaveling. So what I'd say, watch this space. Hopefully there'll be an opportunity for maybe a future podcast when yeah, that, no, when that project launches Absolutely. in the spring and I'd be very happy to talk to you a bit more about it. Thank you, Phil. Thanks, Phil. You have to go, but Good thank man. you very much for your time. Home. By the pear trees, we've met up with Jenny and Hamish, who are choosing a tree to take home mm-hmm. today. Hello, yeah. Jenny. Hello, nice to see you. Thank you so much for inviting us out here. It's such a beautiful day and you have so many beautiful trees that are just desperate to go in people's gardens. It's brilliant. And you work, is it for the Forestry Commission? So we work for Forestry England, which are the government organisation responsible for planting trees across England, looking after the nation's forests. And myself and a colleague are here today and we usually plant lots of uh, different types of trees, but not generally fruit trees. So it's a, a kind of foray into a different world for us here so, today. So, so the irony of it is, you know lots about trees, but nothing about fruit trees. Exactly, yes. We know lots about planting trees for timber and for all sorts of other purposes, but it's just lovely to be able to plant a tree in our own garden rather than on the nation's forest. So what trees are you looking at potentially taking home to plant today? Uh, so I've gone a bit mad. I've, uh, <laughs> I've got an apple tree, two big pear trees that are well-established, and then I'm going to choose two smaller pear trees to train against a wall in my garden lovely it's a nice way to have a fruit tree is to train it because it doesn't take up so much space does it exactly so i'm hoping i can squidge it in the corner but still get fruit from it are you going traditional are you going for an espalier do you know what i'm hoping to get a lesson from someone here today so i'm going to watch one of your demonstrations you need to go and speak to phil (laughs) phil's our man phil's the man okay i will speak to phil the the fruit training connoisseur thank you so has your son hamish been helping you choose the right tree today he has he's a bit perplexed by the breadth and variety of what you've got here today i'm super impressed at all the different varieties so i think we're going to spend quite some time but what it might come down to is the one that looks best in the pot exactly when you've got a four-year-old on the case uh, the biggest the best and if we're not careful it'll probably get covered in tinsel when we get home as a kind of standalone christmas tree perfect do you think hamish would like to say a little thing about hamish would you like to come and speak about the trees which tree do you prefer pear what kind of trees have we got in our garden big trees or small trees Small ones and big ones, that's right, we've got a variety. So we want to plant some more fruit trees so we get lots of yummy crumble, don't we? Yeah. That's our plan. Good <laughs> idea, I Brilliant. like your plan. Thank you both very much, Jenny and Hamish. You're Thanks, so guys. welcome, thank you. There is the most beautiful table here, full of pine cones and leaves and berries and dried flowers that Jenny Stacey is looking after. Jenny, can you tell us a bit more about what you're doing here, please? Well, 
we've got so many lovely walks around here and so much nature which is inspiring and I want children to come and see what I've done with bits and pieces to make into tree fairies male and female tree fairies and uh, hopefully be inspired to just look and appreciate what they see when they're out and about and pick it up and maybe make something with you know the bounty of nature what items have you got here on the table well most interesting petersfield pond has some lichen and lichen is supposed to only grow where the air is very pure and so i got lichen from around the pond and i got hydrangeas from these are all from my garden and these are poppy heads and i've just coloured the inside gold to make them look a bit more pretty and these are all you know we gathered them from the hedgerows and they've got hollow stems so you can poke things into them and it saves using lots of glue so for the heads you're using acorn cups or fir cones and also something called dolly pegs which are the old-fashioned clothes pegs yeah and that can be a good base as well and gives you a good head start if you don't want to just use sticks Also, there's wings, which I've made out of uh, flower petals and um, some paper called glassing, which is actually a wood pulp paper. And it looks like honesty pods, which is what I'm hoping people will assume they are. (laughs) (laughs) They do have that look, don't they? And the little boy's just made a lovely tree man out of sticks and beads, which he... He's only was only about two, and he did the eyes and nose and mouth himself, and it looked so sweet. How wonderful. Did he say what he was going to use his stick man for? Well, he called it stick man from the Julia Donaldson story, of course, and uh, I thought that was lovely that he was so excited and so thrilled to have made something all by himself, kind of. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's brilliant. And that's part of it, isn't it, I suppose? It's being able to to touch and feel and recognise what you can use, these beautiful items that literally are on our doorstep. Now, we're we're stood in the community garden here. Do you come to the community garden very often? I know Sue, both from the station gardening. We do station garden together on a Monday morning. And uh, she's also part of the free shop group, which I am. And so... She's just such a wonderful person and she does so much for the community. Well, it's a really wonderful stand. I'm, I'm tempted to make one myself. Well, have a wonderful day here. Thank you very much. That's really kind of you. I'm joined now by two ladies from Pecan and also with Harriet from East Hampshire District Council. Now, first of all, Imogen and Amelia from Pecan, congratulations on a successful morning at the Petersfield Tree Festival. Imogen, how's it gone so far? Oh, it's been fantastic. It's an absolutely gorgeous day, which we've been very lucky with. It's blindingly sunny. We had a frosty start, but that's that's quickly cleared in the sunshine. Um, and it's been really, really busy this morning with tree collections. So it's, it's fantastic. There's a real, really nice atmosphere. How many people have come to pick up trees already, Amelia? Oh, there's definitely been, I'd say, over 200 people through the gate. We had about 300 trees to dish out to at least 150 different people and they've come with partners or kids so there's been lots of families here wandering around so really nice footfall. Can people come and actually order a tree today to pick up later in the spring? So people are collecting trees that they've pre-ordered today but they can also buy them here today to take away and we hope to run another round of the project to pick up still within tree planting season which will be the end of Feb. 
This is the fourth consecutive year of a fruit tree in every garden that pecans run. Um, and it's grown year on year. So this year is the first time that we've rolled it right out to have a huge tree festival to involve all the learning about tree planting and pruning and grafting, layering, fan training, etc. So yeah, it's just growing year on year. It's really great. Um, hopefully by the end of this season, we will have totaled about 2,000 trees over the four years, fruit trees that have gone into residents of East Hampshire. That's incredible. Now Imogen, you've been putting the festival together today. What events are happening here? There's a sort of ongoing all day free demonstrations on tree care and we've got a variety of activities going on in the community garden for children including crafting and trails, creating a fairy garden I think and little acorn characters and things like that. There's a, there's a scavenger trail around the whole site that's been put together by the tree council where you can collect tree seeds and then at the end you can do identification of tree seeds, twigs and leaves and things like that and let just learn more about trees. So we've got a lot for children and there are a few different stalls. We've got the tree council here, the pecan obviously here. We've got Petersfield area lichen enthusiasts and tree wardens and we've also got Fitzroy Rural Skills who are based at the Sustainability Centre. So there's a lot, there's a lot here to explore. It's quite an amazing community when you bring it together, isn't it, really, of all different people involved in things to do with tree planting and with the environment and nature in our area. Now, over to you, Harriet, from East Hampshire District Council. What's your role there at the council? So my role is regeneration officer, um, and I work quite a lot with climate agenda and also with the Grow Up programme. Um, so that's our community farm project that we're developing. So this is one of many projects that we'll be funding uh, this year and, and many more in the final year, year three as well. We're just aiming to try and get communities out uh, and planting trees and growing more and and just understanding what's really part of the heart of the community of of East Hampshire. And how important is it for East Hampshire District Council to be involved in events such as the Tree Festival? It's really important. We wouldn't be able to get out into the community in the same capacity that the PECAN and other community groups can do so. We're really grateful and very thankful to you for putting on the event and bringing together the community and all the groups that you have brought together Um, and also the, the Tree Council who have also funded the projects. Yeah, we're just really pleased to work with many other groups and we hope to do so in the future. I was going to say, what future (laughs) plans do you have to help with getting the communities together for growing and for the environment and to support that in our area? There's lots of things coming forward at the moment. I don't think I can disclose too much at the moment, I'm afraid. But um, if you keep an eye on our website and and particularly look for Grow Up or our community farm, when you search on our website, there'll be more information coming up on there. Yes, it's really at the heart of Grow Up as as a programme to uh, encourage people to get out into their communities and, as I said, grow and, and learn about what's happening on our doorsteps. Now, there's been incredible response from people here just chatting to people who are coming to pick up their trees or, or want to just pop by and see what's going on here. What feedback have you had, Imogen, when people have been picking their trees up? Well, everyone's just in a very joyous mood. Everyone seems very happy to collect their trees. We've had a lot of complicated questions about varieties and pollination, cross-pollination and things like that, so we've been trying to answer all the different queries we've had. But people have been very happy with the trees they've chosen and taken away, and um, we hope that they'll be planted soon, particularly the bare root ones need to go in the ground as soon as possible. So some people have come and collected a tree and then gone to a demonstration about how to plant it, so they, they should be going in this weekend. Oh, perfect. And that was what you were hoping was going to come from this event. Now, is it just fruit trees that you offer, Amelia? Yeah, so this year um, it has only been fruit trees. We've just introduced um, a small trial of having some nut trees. So there's been some walnuts that have been snapped up very quickly. Um, they're particularly big trees, so they're, they're not suitable for every every garden. Um, it needs a lot of space and costs quite a lot of shade. But yeah, so we've tried walnuts. Um, 
We're thinking next year of, of rolling it out to, to try other nuts as well. And we've also rolled out some free hedging plants this year as well, which has been new. So it's only been mixed native hedging because we know that's got really good qualities for wildlife. And so Pecan is very active in the community in Petersfield. What else have you got coming up for us to, to look forward to? Well, our next event is the Christmas Festival. So that's obviously in Petersfield. So you'll be able to find us there. And we'll probably still have some potted trees on sale, which make a fantastic Christmas gift. They're only £12. Put a ribbon round it and it's a lovely present. So yes, come along there next. But keep an eye on our social media and our website for upcoming events and things like that. There'll be more to come in 2024. Brilliant. Great to hear. Thank you very much, Imogen, Amelia and Harriet. Steve, what a brilliant day we've had at the Petersfield Tree Festival. Met some wonderful people, found out an awful lot about trees, looking after trees, what is going on in the area, and wonderful that it's been held in the Petersfield Community Garden too. It's fantastic, and I think the thing that I've taken away from this, and it's a message that's run through the whole event, is it's not just about planting a tree, it's about growing a tree. Anybody can plant a tree, but it's about nurturing it, about looking after it and growing that tree. That's what's really important. Good point. And the bit that I really like is the fruit that you get from the tree to make crumbles. Oh, Hamish, he loved his crumble, didn't he? His eyes lit up when his mum said about crumble. He did. And I'm with him on that one. (laughs) Well, thank you very much to everyone we spoke to for this edition of the Growing Together podcast. Next time, Steve, it will be mid-December and we will be bringing lots of Christmas cheer and our Christmas gardening present hopes. Our top three wish list. Looking forward to hearing yours. There is always something. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's hope Father Christmas feels the same way. Well, let's hope so. Well, thank you very much for joining us too. We would love to hear from you. If you have a question, you can email us at joinusandgrow at gmail.com. You can say hello and follow us too on Instagram, growingtogether underscore podcast. And we now have a website, growingtogether.com dash pod.com there'll be lots of information about the podcast and the growing together community so we'll be back as i said in mid-december until then happy gardening growing together is new twice a month and supported by demello and company financial advice for you your family and your future get the latest editions of growing together at any time at shineradio.uk Made by volunteers in Petersfield, this is Shine Radio. I just like being in a little family. Um, I love the community spirit. I like coming out to events like this. This is my first event with Shine. I'm honing in on my editing skills right now. I've been allowed free reign of the controls this weekend. And yeah, I'm just learning loads of new skills, being able to broadcast, interview. It's really good. Petersfield's Shine Radio. You make it shine. Call Petersfield 555 500 or email team at shineradio.uk.